Hey, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals, the place where paper lovers gather together to talk about papery bits, nonsensical uh, dreams and lofty desires to just cut, glue, tear, punch, you name it. So paper, we're just going to do all sorts of crazy things. We have no idea why. Um, or what, uh, who else out there is doing it, but apparently we are um, large in number, and um, it is a very gratifying, very uh, peaceful, very rewarding uh, experience, a great playtime, um, a great way to turn something into no- to turn something into nothing. Yeah, somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think I've created a few of those myself. Uh, you know, when you're trying to sound profound and it goes right down the hill. <laughs> Uh, when you're trying to create something for, and, and <laughs> out of nothing, as <laughs> opposed to into nothing. <laughs> Sonny, did you catch that? No, Mom, I was sleeping. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, sometimes it just goes that way. All right, so today I was, uh, I waddled over, um, and I kid you not, I waddled over. I waddled over to my Hobby Lobby and um, I just wanted to take a look around. I wanted to see what little drawers and apothecary tables and little, you know, map style drawer cabinet things, printer cabinet things. I wanted a place to cram some more stuff. That's what I was really looking for. And uh, what I've kind of fallen out of love with are the little plastic drawers in my crafter. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. They are totally functional. They are you know, really good at what they do, but I just don't like looking at them anymore. I don't know. It's, I, you know what it is? It's visual noise. When I look over there, um, and I can see all the little colors of things poking through it, it's visually noisy to me. And I like, I would like to, when I look over at my little wooden cabinets or my metal cabinet, it's visually peaceful. And that's what I want to do is I want to turn around and look at visually peaceful behind me. For some reason, I feel like I'm sharing a craft room with a kid. That's what it feels like. I have, like, uh, actually, there would be two big kids in here. That would be me. And if you count Sunny, that's three. But my wooden cabinets give me the sense of peace. Like an adult lives here. It's very peaceful to look at on the outside. But when I turn around, it looks like the kid's corner when I'm looking back at the, at the drawers with the plastic shelves. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And I functioned with these things for probably... I want to say somewhere between 10 and 15 years. So they are not bad. They are not evil. They are not ugly. And they are not, um, uh, there's not anything infantile about them. They're a highly functional unit and they're on coasters, which makes them awesome. Um, you do have to assemble them if, unless you can find one pre-assembled in a store. That's awesome. Uh, but the, some of the ones I bought, you did have to assemble them. That was a big, a bit of a big, um, swallow um yeah I'm really kind of over the assembling furniture phase of my life you know what I mean yeah you know what I mean yeah um I would like to just buy it already uh, either already assembled which either means I have to buy the one that's in the store that's on the on the floor or I have to buy it off of Craigslist or Facebook marketplace or something like that or it just comes that way like these 
little wooden drawer apothecary thingies. They came that way and they're very strangely light. It means that they're not super strong, like heavy-duty hand-me-down furniture from grandpa to granddaughter kind of thing, because they get nicked and bumped and stuff like that. But honestly, for a little workhorse in the corner, um, they're pretty amazing. And they, I guess they don't sell them over there anymore, I, I, at least in my Hobby Lobby. They were, they're not there anymore, and I was ready to get a whole bunch. But no, that's not happening today. And um, they did have the metal one, but it looked, what I want to say, a little cockeyed, you know what I mean? Like it had been around the block. And I asked her if she had any more, and she said, no, what we got is out on the floor, ma'am. Thank you very much. And um, so, yeah. So, but I basically came home with nothing. I did, yeah, I saved a lot of money today. Boy, did I do well. I didn't spend a dime over there, but I looked. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And I noticed that with all this crafty stuff, this store is jammed with little bits and bops and stuff like that, but they have very few ways to store it. And I feel like there's something missing in the crafter's world. Something where we can have nice, not expensive, uniform, clean looking. It doesn't have to be plastic trays. Okay, maybe I could just take my plastic trays and spray paint the fronts of them. And I would just have white trays. But you know what would happen? Those bend and then that would probably flake and bubble off unless I could use that plastic rust-oleum spray but I don't know I don't know I just I don't have a good feeling about it and the other drawback with these is these drawers slide into little slots and if you miss the slot or it falls out of the slot the drawer ends up sitting in the drawer below it and then it it perpetuates a further problem then all of the drawers below it they start to get heavier weighted and then they fall down to the drawers below so you're constantly realigning those little guys in the correct slots not fun Um, And they often probably slide out of their correct slot. One in three pulls for me because I overload my drawers. Not the drawer's fault. My fault, I fully acknowledge. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I just thought, you know, I'm putting this out there in the crafter universe. You know, if the Hobby Lobby gods or the, um, you know, I don't know. Tim Holtz, are you doing anything today? Would you like to design something for this? I know you have like little design things to hold your ink pads in and stuff like that, but what about like a nice crafter's, I don't want to say closet because I don't want to put a door there. If I have to, if I have to open a door, that's one more barrier to, to entry. And then I have to have clearance for the door. That means nothing can be there in front. Well, you know, hey, we've got doggy beds and little puppies walking by and and it's better if it's a one move maneuver. Like, you know those map storing drawers? I don't know why map storing drawers are so expensive. Um, I mean, I would think a lot of us would like to store paper in a little slide in slide out thing. I know they have paper storage things and that, but then you're looking at the whole thing exposed and I don't wanna do that. I guess I could throw a little curtain over all this, but then I got to get under the curtain to go look for things. And then I don't have as much light if I have the curtain in the way. No, that's not going to work. So I, I'm having 
I've gotten down to functional. Oh, 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 let me tell you what I did. This was a big cleanup weekend. Okay, so this, I tackled my garage. Yeah, I went deep, people. I went, I pulled out my cars. I started digging around in there. I pulled everything out and I organized everything and I got rid of so much stuff and I really wheedled it down and I, I put the stuff that I used the most by the little garage door where I go in and out of my house. So it's right there. Grab and go, grab and go. Very, the stuff that I used the most was at the farthest corner of the garage. I don't know why. Who in their right mind organized this this way? Apparently it was me, yes. Um, yeah, I'm, what I'm learning is what doesn't work a lot with my organization. Okay, so I think this works and it doesn't. And then, because I'll realize like two or three months later, it's all mayhem, craft valanche, craft explosion, you name it, it's all happened again. That means that things are not easier, easy to retrieve or easy to put away. So I've got, well, no, I mean, okay, I've got this big, and I, I think it's a big paper storage uh, thing. Um, it's, I want it was an MDF, so it's it's heavy and it's thick and it has lots of slots and you can move the slots. So you think it would be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I have found a way to overjam that thing, so it is so hard to pull stuff out. Um, that's me. That's user error. That's probably just a case of it, uh, too much stuff, right? If I just whittled it down to less stuff, I wouldn't have so much stuff to manage. So maybe I really need to look at the the obviousity of that. <laughs> and. Um, I also cleaned out my closet. That's right, I cleaned out my clothes closet. I went through a lot and I've got bags of uh, clothes and um, uh, I got I went through all my shoes, everything, shorts, sweatshirts, t-shirts, sweaters, you know, tank tops, you name it. I went through everything. Forgot to go through the sock drawer. I just realized that. Um, but so, okay, there's a big heave-ho coming out. I, it's almost like it's a spring cleaning feeling, like I need to relieve the overload so I can actually see what I have and what I truly learned in my bedroom closet was that I had clothes I really liked but I couldn't find them because they were buried under the clothes I don't like and uh, so I ended up wearing the clothes that I don't like realizing that I don't like them but they'd still go through the wash cycle they get shoved back in the in the drawer or in the in the in the hang-ups part and lo and behold I would be very I would never see the stuff I really like so I went in with the, uh, okay, so there's the two-pronged theory of uh, clear, cleaning out your stuff. And one is the Marie Kondo, does it uh, bring joy? And, uh, and it's basically the yes-no question. And what I learned from the little lady, oh, this was a great story. I think I have told you this, but I just have to tell you again because it was so funny. Okay, when my sister-in-law was here, we went down to uh, the little um, uh, get your toenails done place in Walmart. And the lady was so sweet. Uh, now, my sister-in-law, she has, uh, she is a nail tech. And she has her own little, uh, not little, she has a big nail business. And she's been there forever. And she knows what she's doing. But she was she was trying to be polite because she put her feet in the water to get her feet soaked before she gets her pedicure. And it was a little bit warm. So in her politeness, she says, um, this is a little bit warm. Could we please maybe have it a little cooler? And the little lady in her total adorableness came over and said, Cooler, yes or no, no maybe. Cooler, yes or no, no maybe. And um, 
<laughs> Bless her soul because she's changed our world ever since because everything from that point forward, when we were buying something, we decided it was yes or no, there is no more maybe. And that woman is such a wise woman. And I think she really um, evokes the Marie Kondo, does it bring joy? And if it doesn't bring joy, just remove it from your life. If it really means, if you're unsure, take a picture of it. It doesn't take up any space. And um, then you can go sit with your picture again if you ever need to relive that thing. And But you're going to really realize that uh, you really don't need that thing. So um, that was helpful for me to take the yes, no, maybe into my um, cleaning out of my bedroom closet. So I had my yes, no. And then I did have a maybe pile because there was some stuff I thought, you know, maybe. So, But then when it came to the end, when I looked at that maybe pile, I thought to myself, they're all no's. Who am I kidding? Like, am I, do I really want to be falling over that big pair of clunky shoes that is not that comfortable? They're, they're, they, they give me hot spots. I'm, you know, just let them go. Let them give, have somebody, give somebody else hot spots. <laughs> uh, well, maybe they'll have a better fitting foot. Maybe there is a Cinderella out there for those shoes. It's, they apparently was not me. And cute does not mean functional. It works with shoes and it works with craft storage. You can have the cutest craft broom in the whole wide world, but if it's not functional, it's not doing you any good. Now, you can have the most functional craft room in the whole wide world. If there's no cuteness, no prettiness, no feel of pull or um, feeling like you want to be in the space surrounded by those things that you have collected, amassed, hoarded, you you fill in the word, the verb, um... It, re- it becomes a repellent. If drawers are difficult to work with, it becomes a repellent. It, it's going to make you feel like you don't want to spend as much time in there because you're fighting with these drawers that have too much in them and they're falling apart as you're trying to use them and you can't find your stuff or you, you, you spend hours tidying it all up and then three months later, it's just gone to mayhem. Um, so there's either something wrong with the system now, there's nothing wrong with the crafter. Let's keep, let's hold the crafter innocent in this regard because the crafter is trying. The crafter is earnestly in there trying to make things work, trying to, well, they're creating their craft. They're uh, creating a space from which to craft in, and they're hoping that there's flow. The creative flow just keeps going. But we have friction points in life, these little places where we butt up against and we realize they are not serving our higher purpose. Like I can see a pile of paper sticking out of a, a little cabinet over there that apparently somebody named Pam jammed in there because she was too lazy to put them in their proper place. So she figured at least a way is better than um, the right place uh, or, or their actual home. Now, the problem was these papers probably didn't even have an actual home. That's even worse. And, and once you start to accumulate so much stuff, you won't use what you have because you can't get to it. Yeah, yeah. One of my first earlier solutions to getting more space out of a room was getting rid of packaging. And that really did help because I was able to get a lot more stuff in a small space when I took the packaging off. Now, number one, I had to remember what it was, what it looked like, and was it stored with similar things? Because you can pile resume paper on top of watercolor paper and if it's all the same color, it can look like the same stuff. So you can sort of forget what what is what. 
Oh, well, then you say, well, Pam, why don't you just label it? Well, then you could totally label it. But if you put one piece of something else in there, because there's a gap, you know what I mean? And you're, you're walking back from your craft table going, I just need to shove this pile of paper somewhere. And you see the gap, you know, so you go for the gap, right? And it's like, ah, I got it away. And let me scurry off to whatever I think was more important. And there you go. You've, um, you've, you've mixed the pink with the blue and the green and the orange and now you got a big pile of brown there you go there you go that's what you got um I also spent a lot of time cleaning up what I call my fundal room and my fundal room is where I store a lot of my collectibles and my old papers and my ledgers and and things like that I have a ton of stuff in there it's organized by category so when I'm making fundals I know what I need to grab fun and um um, and I just, I went deep in there and cleaned out, um, a couple, I have this uh, chest of drawers in there where I put my, um, small book pages, large book pages and, um, little, little tiny things in another drawer. And, um, uh, I just went through and cleaned all that up and I was like, oh my God, it feels so much better now. I know exactly what is where and where I can find it and get it and stuff like that. So that feeling feels really good. Um, I don't know if everybody experiences that, but I feel a great, sense of peace of mind when I organize something and then it it feels all clean. I like getting in there with the little dust buster and cleaning the corners and everything. So I really know it's a good organized clean space when I'm done. Like wipe off the knobs and everything and I'm good. And uh but it just doesn't stay that way and I I haven't quite figured out what it is. Am I is it just laziness? Am I just too lazy to put back stuff where it really belongs? There may be an element of that, but I feel like I'm eternally busy, honestly. So I was like, Pam, are you truly lazy or are you just so busy? You don't have time to do these things too. And it just gets away on you. And I have a funny feeling. It's probably more of that. And I have a funny feeling that may be with a lot of folks too, they may feel like they're, it just, the, the freight train just ran away. It just got out of the station. The, the horse is out of the barn. You know what I mean? And you're on to other things. And those other things can be vitally important and you have to handle those other things in life. They just don't go away. It's like kids, taxes, you know, feed the animals. I mean, you got to do it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. Okay. So the house is a little quiet today. Hubs is out playing a game of chess with his buddy. So Mama Bear here gets a little piece of, did I say that piece of mind time? Quiet time <laughs> to kind of sit back, relax and look around to see how we can make it better. And that's probably my internal question. I always have running through my head. Not that things aren't good enough or that they should be perfect, but could it be better and I'm looking around this craft room and I'm saying, yeah, a lot of this could be better. And um, it could be functional and pretty. And if I think if I keep those things in my forefront of my mind, that's a good place to go. That's a good place. It's a good target. Now, I have a lot of functional and not pretty right now. And I thought... I would be fine with that because, hey, I said to myself, I'm a little, you know, paper outpost operation here. I got things going on. I don't have time to be pretty. I just, I want to create my, my creations and put my pretty into that, but my space doesn't need to be super pretty. And now I'm looking back and I'm thinking, no, wait a minute. You're, maybe, maybe I'm robbing myself out of um, joy that I could experience every time I come in my room. And uh, I think I am. I think I am. I think that I've been robbed of pretty. Yes. And uh, I know I say, hey, it's time to use your pretties. And I've got a lot of pretties in the drawer. And I am being much better about using my pretties that are in the drawers. But the whole rest of it has kind of gone a little 
not so pretty. Yeah. What do you think, Sunny? Yeah, not so pretty in here, Mom. No. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think we're going to have to rethink this, revamp this. I might have to spend a little time looking for some different type of drawerage. Now, I got to also make sure that that's the right answer. I don't want to just go buy more stuff, set up a bunch of stuff here, and end up with the same problem as before. So I'm going to try and think about this. I'm going to put it through the noodle, run it through a few times. I've seen those big opening up giant here. It looks like an innocent little quiet closet in the corner. And then the whole thing opens up into a giant craft center. That Those things scare me, honestly, because I just think they would wipe out pets and children when they open. and um, Or they stay eternally open. And let's face it, you never close them. They're just there. And they look gorgeous when you open them the first time when you have everything organized. But I'll bet mayhem ensues. I'll bet there's, you know, uh, it runs amok in there. Like, the pretty goes away pretty fast. Um, yeah. I have this one, I want to call it a chunk of paper in the corner, all in this little subdivided paper cardboard divider thing, which is a great inexpensive way to um, organize your uh, scrapbook paper, music pages, dictionary pages, big bigger pages, things like that. Um, but I've shoved so many other things in there that I don't even know what's where. So I never go there because it's like this deep, dark recess. At, I want to say abscess, but it's like a, uh, I, it's almost like a sore. Like I don't want to look at it because I don't know what's in there. In order for me to pull it out, I got to, first of all, it's uh, eye level and higher. So it's probably like two feet above my head level. And if I pull it out, I got to be committed because whatever's coming out, there's going to be a lot of it because it's all jammed in there. And yeah, I don't really know what's in there anymore. I feel like there was some level of organization there at one point. You know, I probably thought tracing paper, dyed tracing paper in one section. Yeah, I can see some newspaper in another section. A big couple chunks of scrapbook paper, 12 by 12. Um... But then the rest is a bit of a mystery. Yep, somebody needs to go through that. So I would say that's where we're at in this point in time, day and age. Mm-hmm. Yep, we need to think of something else. I don't know. Maybe I'll try spraying one of the faces of these um, little drawer things. Maybe I should take off all the casters and just let everything sit lower. And then I can build higher above it. Maybe I should do that. Spray them an idea it's a thought I don't know big things are going to happen around here I don't know when it's going to happen but when I get this all figured out I will show you I'm getting closer I'm not there yet not no not there and um not feeling like it has to be pre pretty I feel like I want it to be pretty I would just like it to be pretty so when I come in I go ah oh, this is a place where I can create from yeah right now it's very functional I know where all my stuff is and I've done a lot of deep cleaning I, I think I told you I went through all my scraps in my steamer trunk here it's very scrap organized. I'm feeling very good about that. I can grab and go. Um, I, I moved my desks around. That was a big thing. I'm utilizing my light from outside. That was a big thing. So things are happening. And um, progress is being made. I just want you to know that. We're, we're not just sitting on our laurels over here. Are you sitting on your laurels, Sunny? No, Mom. Okay. He's sitting on something right now. I, I, I think it's his little bunny. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much it from over here. I hope you guys are having fun. I, you know, does this happen to you? Is it only me? I have a funny feeling it's not only me. Um, 
yeah, you know, it can go to complete mayhem in uh, like two seconds. And, and I think a lot of us have experienced that. So I am with you on this. Uh, we, can, we walk this journey together and there are new horizons for which we can reach. And I think they will come this year. So let us go forward and uh, make our places functional and pretty because I think we deserve it. We've worked hard. We've thought hard. We've pondered hard. We've crafted hard. And um, yeah, I think it would be a-okay that we experience a little fun, functional, and pretty all together. So there you go, folks. Um, If you haven't signed up for my free monthly email newsletter, make sure you do. Why? Because you get a free digital image emailed to you every month. And you can print it out and use it any way you like in your artwork. And um, you get a whole host of other fun things in the newsletter. You get a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it. You get a checklist of supplies, a page of ideas list for your junk journals, um, uh, junk journal tips, updates from me, and peaks of my digikits, and a whole bunch of other things. And uh, my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have an Amazon shop, an Etsy shop, a merchandise shop. And that's a lot of shops, isn't it? Someday we need to pull all those together one day in a magical land called Pam's Real Website. One day we, we, we will do that. We're not there yet, but we are slowly making our way there. And um, all my links are found in the drop-down description box below each video. And if you're looking where to sign up for the uh, newsletter, you can check it out in the description box. But if you can't find the description box, there is a link. I think it's around 9 minutes, somewhere between 9 and 10 minutes on most videos. You just click on it and that'll take you to the page to sign up for the newsletter. And remember, most of all, Fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.